Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and for some reason I have not gone back to Showgunners, and I don't know why. Um, I'm Jay, and I think I know why I haven't gone back to Showgunners. Because <laughs> you don't own it! Oh yeah, that's right. But you should! He has not yet purchased it to not play it yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm Josh, and I haven't gone to Showgunners yet because I am still deep in Dredge slash Gloomhaven. If I'm playing a game these days, it is one of those two. So how 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 far along in Gloomhaven would you guess you are, Josh? Oh, what's the unit of measure for progress in Gloomhaven? I mean, the problem is is that you never really know how far in you are. So, like, sure. we have probably retired in my Gloomhaven digital playthrough now with my dad and brother eight characters. Ooh, that's quite a few, right? That is, I mean, to me, it feels like a ton because what I remember from the physical play, which you know, we 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 played the physical game four years ago probably, and got some good amount of play. Like we probably played it a good solid six months maybe, which is pretty good for me. Like as Trevor's learning with ISS Vanguard, if we get six months of play there, it's going to be a miracle. But um, and I I feel like in in the original play we might have only retired maybe four, right? And then so so if that's a measure, that's how far I am with retirement, right? If we're talking about storyline, I'm definitely further than we ever got in the physical play. Um, and I don't know that anybody actually cares about spoiler alerts for Gloomhaven storyline, but like we're to a storyline where like you are basically choosing to side with what I see as the bad guys or side with the good guys. Although there's really no good guys in Gloomhaven. I've decided it's kind of a crummy world. Are, have you, have you finished the storyline with the um, demon lady? Jack Sarah? No, that's the one that we're like, we're right okay. at a, um, like you have to decide, decide with her or against her basically. Okay. Then you're probably, I'm guessing you're, you're only a quarter of the way in then. Really? Uh, to the story specifically. No, I'm saying that because with, with, with fully um, admitting that I have not, I myself have not completed the game. That's what's crazy to me is the idea that you could actually complete it at this point. But <laughs> but yeah. I feel like I'm on track, like just because my brother and I especially have, you know, started spending a lot more time on it. But the other thing, the other bad thing is like I have the DLC for Jaws of the Lion now, which is a whole separate story path you could be following, right? And and basically, if my if my dad's like, oh, I can't play tonight, then my brother and I are like, hmm, time for some more Jaws of the Lion quests. So I'm probably three quarters of the way down the path of that story. But, but that one is like, you can complete, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not saying you can't complete main Gloomhaven, but that's a lot more work. 
I was trying to find out how many in my solo game I've retired because I'm past I'm past where you are um, by quite a ways for the story. Yeah, but I don't think I've re- I'm, I'm eight is probably all I've retired too. We've been pretty aggressive with our retirement goals. Oh yeah, like, see, I've I've normally taken my guys all the way to level nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Nope. We're just like, can you get the, can you can this get you to retirement? We're gonna go do it. <laughs> so I guess there's like I think there's 17 total characters in the game. So uh, let's see. Yeah, this saddens me when I open it up and look at um, <laughs> like how much you've done. <laughs> no, no, I was oh. looking at last play basically. Oh, that is depressing. Yeah, jeez. Jay, I need to, uh, you know, normally I'm having these discussions offline, but I need to know if you're going to be able to. Actually, do you ever get GMT games? Um, so you know, obviously I carry um, Twilight Struggle, um, but mostly Basically it's a pretty specific one. Then, if you do, yeah, most most of the time, no. So they are just releasing one called. Um, Mr. President, the American Presidency, twenty or two thousand one to twenty twenty, and it is a solo game, and it looks just absolutely monstrous. Like, <laughs> uh, and I crave it basically. So. So what was the what was the name of it? Mr. President, the American Presidency, two thousand one to twenty twenty. Okay, interesting. So you have to you know try to govern modern America. Good luck. So I I have I have found my original save in Gloomhaven. I have retired nine characters. Oh, all right. Uh, and, the gold work towards now. And I just I have to laugh because I got I got to the point where I was tired of naming my characters. <laughs> like when you after you've retired nine characters, so you I've had twelve total characters, and this is a solo game. Okay, I'm listening. Um. I um yeah so there's a I don't want to spoil too much because I'm sure there's somebody out there who hasn't unlocked this class but there's a, the equivalent of a um a bard class yeah yeah in Gloomhaven and like I said I got tired of naming him I name and I didn't I didn't remember this until I, I booted up the game I named him Busta Chimes <laughs> <laughs> anyway just thought I'd share that. <laughs> but I'm definitely way way past that point and I'm guessing I'm only maybe 50% of the way through the game. So well, we'll see how long it goes. Yeah. So Trevor, I was interested. You said you said uh something in the the Discord for Chain Attack that I was um interested in following up on. Okay. Um basically you you gave your a progress update on the the diabetes medication that you've been mm-hmm. taking for a while now. I have, yep. And I guess I was curious on um getting like a hearing hearing more on the podcast. Okay. Um so I let me start back in whenever it was, August or September. I can't remember when I started the medication. So I've been on it for nine, ten months. Um, the medication for those who are interested is called Manjaro. I'm sure it's probably generated quite a bit of buzz. So you've, at this point, you've probably heard of it. Um, and it seems like the one that most people hear buzz about is Ozempic. 
and and that's because Ozempic can actually advertise. There's there's uh-huh. uh, there's rules with the FDA when it, when a medication first comes out, the first year they're not allowed to advertise. Like they can't have TV ads. They can't. The, the only way they can advertise is basically by trying to get doctors to prescribe it. Sure. So you you won't see TV ads for anything for the first year, and I don't I don't necessarily understand that rule. I just know that it exists. They'll so just, they'll just have like stories of celebrities who've lost a gazillion pounds on it. <laughs> um, there's been a few few celebrities who've been nailed with that because it it does break the rules. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, if you're if you're like a celebrity or influencer or whatever, you're really not supposed to. It is the equivalent of advertising. So any, anyway. Um, I'm certain that Ozempic will be left in the dust. And the reason why I say this is I, you can't even get this medication right now. Like it is, it is. So I get my medications through Express Scripts, which is one of the largest pharmacies in the country who does mail order pharmacy stuff. I also get my, get my, I have a backup. I go to Walmart and then I have a couple other backups. And right now my dosage is out at all of those places. So how do you get your I, I don't right now. I'm waiting for it to restock at one of those places. That seems problematic. <laughs> yeah, it is. And this is not, it's been it like seems, this. seems especially problematic uh, when you are diabetic. Correct. So it's been like this um, for probably four or five months at least. Like everywhere is out of it constantly. Like I'm having to refill my prescription as early as I possibly can in hopes that I get a dose. It's it's pretty bad right now. Like getting it is very very difficult. It, it has been such of high demand item that they have not been able to keep up, and they've ramped up production substantially. Trevor, how much of that high demand do you feel like comes from its uh, weight loss side effects versus its actual you know use for diabetes? Out of curiosity, I I have no idea. All right. I mean, the truth is, is if if I had lost zero pounds, you just gaining the benefit of what it does for my blood sugar mm-hmm, I, would, right. I i would still be absolutely shocked and be amazed and be more than glad i'll i'll get into that for just a second but anyway we're going back nine months i weighed 224 pounds okay i i am five foot nine um so terribly average height um and at 220 pounds 224 pounds I carried it well. I don't think most people would have been able to guess my weight, um, but I was incredibly overweight. Okay, but I've I've always carried my weight fairly well. I mean, I've that's as heavy as I've ever been was the 224, and I don't think I don't think either of my co-hosts could have guessed my weight at 224. They probably would have guessed it at 200 or maybe uh, less. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was I was that's the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life. And um, so I started the medication then, and and the pounds did not shed quickly. I mean, they did originally. I lost probably the first five pounds pretty quickly, but then it went slowly, and it has gone very slowly. I would say, you know, I don't know. We'd have to do the math, I guess, one to two pounds a month. Sure, Um, yeah. But yesterday, I weighed myself, and I weighed 176. Holy cow. And um, 176 is... It's not the lightest I've been in my adult life, but it is very close. There was when I was running probably four or five times a week. This was about the time that I um, won the um, um, War Machine Weekend Last Chance Qualifier. I was very healthy. Um, I was running a lot, 
watching what I was eating, I was down to about 175 at that point. So very, very similar to what I am now. Um, but I had probably more muscle mass. But yeah, I've, I've done to get to this 176, I have changed nothing. Oh, that was going to be my next question. So like exercise, no sleep habits, no, like, Uh, so sleep habits have gotten better, but not because of anything I've done. Just Meaning because, like you just you sleep better because you've got less weight on you and, and your yes. blood sugar is better, et cetera. Like. Yes. So one of the things that um, I have an issue with is I snore and my my compatriots on the podcast can attest to this. I <laughs> I I distant I, memories, something, something. <laughs> yeah, I, I can put just about anybody to shame with my snoring, but it gets worse the heavier I get. Yeah. And it, it, it to the point where um, I, I'm assuming it's probably sleep apnea, but I, I'm never going to go in and talk to the doctor about that crap. I don't need I don't need some machine type. You don't need a CPAP. Yeah. So but as I lose weight, it gets it gets significantly better. Um, additionally, um, one of my issues is I have acid reflux. It gets significantly worse the heavier I get. So acid reflux and my acid reflux really comes on strong in the middle of the night. So uh, snoring and acid reflux both go away when I lose weight, so I sleep better. So um, and remind us which dosage are you up to now? So the max. I'm at the maximum. Oh, so sorry. They, I was just gonna say, what is the max? The max is well, I'm, this might not be the max per se. So you you start at two and a half milligrams. It's a once a week shot. Um, it works its way up. They they want you to increase it because it kind of has diminishing returns at least initially. Um, and as you increase it, 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 it extends the length and what they're having issues. And I, I can explain or I describe what happens, but um, it, it doesn't last the whole week. So they, they slowly increase you over time and they don't set you to the highest dose initially because it would make you sick as a dog. You would you would be very ill if you went to a high dose quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so um, I'm at 15 milligrams, which I believe is the highest dose, but they might be able to take you higher. But 15 is kind of the, that's what they consider the sweet spot for an mm-hmm. adult. Um, so that's what they're trying to shoot for if they can get you there and it doesn't make you ill. So I've been at 15 milligrams for, uh, I don't know, four or five months at this point, at least. So, um, but the, the issue is, is um, so my blood sugar, has been um my last a1c was 5.7 which like that is lower than i think most diabetics think would even be possible mm-hmm. um it's not normal like a normal person five is 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 what a normal person would normally be at 5.5 they would probably call you pre-diabetic um but not diabetic at that point and generally they don't even consider you diabetic until you get to probably about six so I'm a type one diabetic and, and, and this, but I'm a, it's very difficult. I don't want to get into the details, but I'm not like any most type ones. Um, I was originally diagnosed type two for a long time. They treated me as type two. This is a medication that is intended for type twos, not type ones. So don't go out there thinking, Oh, I'm a type one. I want to use this because I think most doctors wouldn't prescribe it for a type one, but it, Mm. because of my situation, it does work for me. Uh, anyway, um, I'm to the point now where I only take long acting insulin most of the time. So if I eat normal meals, I don't eat, I don't take insulin. I don't take short acting insulin with anything. And um, here's the part that really sort of gets me. I almost have to have to eat extra carbs. If I don't, my blood sugar goes too low. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and I can I can eat some like crazy things that I would have never been able to eat before. For example, I can have a burger with with the bun and everything and never have to dose. This is not something I ever would have been able to do before. And and I can eat a burger and, and not go up. Now, the, the side effect is, is this medication makes you digest things slowly. So you can't overeat because if you do, the food just stacks up in your stomach until you get massive, massive pain in your lower esophagus where it's starting to like come back out. And it is, it is like, if you eat too much, you will regret it for the next hour, like serious pain. (laughs) So, um, I, I, my, my portion size, this is where the weight loss comes from. My portion sizes have gone. Like I, I eat less than my 11 year old by a substantial margin. I, I'm the only, I eat less than everybody at the table in my household. So, it's it's been amazing um in many ways i don't i'm it curbs my appetite so i'm not really that hungry um yeah it's been it's been fantastic and and like oh. i said the thing what it's done to my a1c and my blood sugar and my, the ability to live a normal life and eat things um i i have to pay a lot closer attention to my blood sugar in some ways because it can go fairly low if i don't if i don't eat carbs like if I don't eat enough carbs and this, my A1C was five, seven with me eating ice cream and burgers and things that feel like things that I could never really successfully enjoy before. Like we have a box of airheads that I eat quite frequently to try to keep my blood sugar up. That is wild. <laughs> this is all better living through chemistry. huh? <laughs> so do you, um, it's it's changed, uh, you know. I guess part of the reason why uh, I'm I'm such a fatty wobatty is because um, I I have so many different pleasurable experiences in my life that are tied to eating. Um, have you? And I guess in some ways for you, it sounds like you're you get maybe even more of those because, um, like you said, you could have a a burger now or some of the things that you, you, you should have avoided before. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm I mean, curious, I'm curious what that's, what that's been like for you. So one of the things that's difficult with it is before, if I want really wanted to sit down and have a, a, a that cheat meal, call it, um, you know, it would be burger and fries. Well, I never get fries now because I'll, they'll just go to waste. Um, sure, in fact, yeah. I end up, you know, saying, Oh, well, I'll cut my meal and I'll only eat this much. And then, um, I, you know, I order significantly less than what I did before and I still don't finish it. So that's been an adjustment. But but yeah, being able to say, you know, I'll just I'll pull out the air fryer and and fry up some fries and have a few. I mean, I still have to be careful. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to make it sound like that. I'm, you know, a glutton, Um, you know, and I can eat all the sugar I want. I still have to be careful. But things that before if i wanted them i would have had to for example let's say i wanted some fries with my burger or i wanted a burger you know i would have had to have taken um i use humalog i would have had to take in say 10 to 15 units or more so fairly reasonable shot um and then even with that i take the i take the shot let it sit for a few minutes before i even start eating my blood sugar would still shoot up to say 220 to 250 and then it would come back down over the course of two or three hours now let's say i really cheat okay i have a small burger and fries you know something on the tune of 100 carbs 
something that I should honestly shouldn't be eating at all. It's just a really bad choice in my life and <laughs> pr- and previously would have shot me up to 220, 250. Okay, so now instead of taking that 15 you know, units of Humalog, I take, mm, I'd probably take three units of Humalog with that and my blood sugar might shoot up to 150. And, and sh- sh- when I say shooting up to 150, it would actually do it fairly slow. And 150 is a, for a diabetic is totally reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's how much it's changed my life. It's hard. It's hard to express how wonderful it's been as a diabetic to be able to eat these things and not feel like I'm destroying my eyes, my liver, my brain, my heart, you know, to, to, to be able to say, yeah, we can go, um, we can go get some ice cream and not feel guilty in the back of my head that I'm, I'm cutting my life short. Mm -hmm. So Sorry, that's old man talking about blood glucose for a while. Um, <laughs> this is not a bonus episode. This is one of our episode. it's one of our favorite features. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, um, I, I, congratulations. Um, that's I'm I'm excited for you, um, and in a lot of aspects. So um, that's great yeah. here. I hope that I hope that you're able to. Uh, like you said, it's it's likely only going to become even more popular when it's not when it's able to advertise, and so hopefully, uh, I mean, you it feels can... like they might run into production challenges. Is that they're you... they're already running? Yeah, they already are. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I d- what it does do is it gives me hope for the future for not just diabetes, but for lots of different diseases out there. Um, the fact that they, you know, even within the last twenty years that I've had diabetes. Um, things have changed drastically between the way I handled diabetes when I first got it and the way I do it now between continuous glucose monitors and uh, medications. And I sh- I didn't mention this. I've, a lot of the medications I was taking when I started Mount Jaro, I've stopped taking or reduced oh. them significantly because uh-huh. they're no longer necessary. So anyway, my point being is there's just a lot of really cool stuff on the horizon um, you know, we can like to complain about big pharmaceutical companies, but the the money that they're making does turn into things like this and it does change people's lives. Yeah, my wife talks about that one of the things that's coming out of these particular this particular class of pharmaceuticals is that like it's it's kind of even altering the way that the medical community is approaching obesity and you know, weight loss and all that kind of stuff. So that that's interesting to me too. Yeah, the other um, another knock-on effect that I've that I've heard of when either reading articles about this or listening to podcasts or stuff like this, but there's some people who've had various compulsive behaviors that have improved oh. when they're on the medication. Interesting. Like what? So, We're all just bags uh, of chemicals, aren't we? In the end. yeah, yeah. Um, like I think smoking is one that has that they mentioned. Hmm. Um, so for <laughs> news for announcement with with Discount Games Inc. Um, there are three new Shatterpoint packs that released at the start of this month. Uh, first one is Plans and Preparations, which is like uh, is that Dooku? No, it's like. The, the 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 primary character in it is I can't remember her name. It's I think it's Luminara Yoon Dooley, and she's like a Jedi who has kind of a nun hat. Um, 
and then Jedi Hunters are the Inquisitors, and then You Cannot Run, which is a, a Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi dual pack. Jeez. So what do you? What is your opinion of the complaints coming from the community on the Obi-Wan Darth Vader price point uh, and the way that they've decided to package it? Like... <laughs> so I for love, those, for I love those, the flavor of this answer already. It's like, it's like twice the price of a of a normal pack, isn't it? Yeah, it has a diorama that it comes with, and then the two models that set on the diorama. It's suggested so, retail is ninety dollars for two models. For two models and a diorama. And a diorama. And which is an appropriate price. That's an appropriate price for what they're selling. Don't get me wrong. The people complaining are complaining that they just want the two models. Yeah, in so, comparison, most of the other um, packs you're getting like four models for fifty bucks, and like. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, your tone of voice is uh, <laughs> killing me already. I'm so excited. I, I I don't know what to tell you. Like on the one hand, I want to be sensitive to people and different income levels, and but. They make it tough for me to <laughs> to do so because, like, you know what? I've I've had plenty of times in my life when I've been broke. And if there's something that is, if there's there's many things out there that I could not afford, and I didn't just like bitch about the price of them. I was <laughs> like, well, <laughs> that's outside my budget right now. That sucks, but. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I can't afford that Lamborghini. I'll just have to not complain about the price. Just you know, not buy one. <laughs> and so I don't know. I guess it's. I guess I'm in the, uh, you know, shake my fist and say kids these days. You know, don't the thing either. is, is I don't. The, the people who are complaining, they're not are, kids, most likely. <laughs> they're, 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 yeah. well, yes, they're not kids, and also they can't afford it. They're just angry True. that they yeah. have to. Well, it is yeah. funny to me because I do think that, and whether this is Atomic Mass or who, you know, who said they 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 did kind of set themselves up for this series of complaints with where they anchored the pricing on boxes originally, right? Because I'm like one of these things is not like the others, so I yeah, I mean, get I don't it, know. But. I mean, obviously they've they've tied one of the most popular characters in the IP to their most expensive release. Mm, yeah. And and most of the players um probably aren't going to care about the diorama. Sure. And so all of those I definitely are, wouldn't. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't whatever. Oh, cuz the diorama doesn't actually even have in-game usage, does it? Oh, no. Yeah, it's not even really good um good terrain per se. It's not good terrain. And here's the other problem I have. With That's it. interesting. This thing really is made as a for a collector, then specifically. Yeah, like most modelers, I think wouldn't even be interested in the diorama. They would rather build their own diorama. True. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's. Um, I could be wrong on that. I'm not a modeler. Don't quote me. As I, I, I just have a hard time caring about. <laughs> <laughs> complaints on price point because people are always going to complain about price and so yeah that's fair and and at the end of the day atomic mass games is a company and i want them to make money and stay in business and and some people aren't going to like that they have to spend money for their hobby but guess what 
you they you have to spend money for them to stay in business so that's my hot take that you probably uh could have predicted a mile away (laughs) (laughs) i just love that someone mocked up a oops all younglings squad pack (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh so dark that's super dark okay sorry uh what's next jay <laughs> uh it's time for you guys to start talking about your oh my gosh steam summer sale purchases which where i haven't been complaining about prices apparently <laughs> let's so, see i, I will start to how, let, let's start with i want to hear totals trevor how many how many different uh games have you purchased because of the steam summer sale Zero, and let me explain why. What? What is happening? <laughs> Jay, so, Trevor blew up the topic already. <laughs> um, I, the Steam Summer Sale came along, and I was like, and my kids constantly complain about about they want this game, they want that game, um, and and um, I'm a softie uh, at heart, and so I ended up buying a fifty dollar gift certificate for my three children and my wife for the steam summer sale. So I've already spent $200 on the summer sale. Oh, interesting. And let them choose their own things. What a they, deal. They got to choose their own things. Most of them have bought like, I don't know if I would trust my, my 11 year old, my 10 year old. I feel like he would buy so much trash. Oh, Oh, we, should I go through the trash on my, on my 11 year old's computer of what he's purchased? I Cause mean, it is trash. Kind of. I kind of want to like in the same way you can't look away from a car wreck. Yes. Let's hear it. Um, actually, so I can't because he's got a game of Red Alert 2 up. And if I tab oh, out of it, it'll never right. tab back in because it's right. on That's Windows fine. 11. Um, I might be able to find it on his profile on Steam. But anyway, he has bought tons of trash. Like he's bought probably, I don't know, five, six games that were all about six to seven bucks. And they're all just like little tiny indie games that, oh. yeah, that are, that are, I mean, I don't think he even reads the reviews. He just like looks at the picture and like, oh yeah, I want that and buys. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. But anyway, point being is at the end of that $200, I felt guilty about the amount that I'd spent. And I'm like, I can't spend any more on myself. So I have not bought anything, but I, I will say that some of the games that um, my daughter and my wife have purchased have I've found quite interesting and and you recommended what endless is that the name of it and the one where you play the fox I can't think of the name of it anyway my my daughter bought that and she played all the way through it straight endling endling, endling. Yeah, endling. endling. extinction is forever yeah so she played straight through that like she played I think she played five or six hours the first day and then five six hours the second day and finished it in in less than 24 hours that warms my heart because the more of that gets out into the world the better the world will be so josh what about you oh let's see so my total i'm not like trevor i don't buy things for other people i'm i'm all selfish <laughs> all the time on the selfish channel but i am going to remember that next year the 50 buck game card i think is a good idea and i actually did have a teenage daughter ask for the miles morales spider-man game but i don't know if she wants it on the computer or on the console but i think i'll just get it on the computer Oh, uh, I would recommend that. I guess if she has a controller, then yes. But um, we have it on the the PlayStation, and it's fantastic on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, she does have it on. She does have a controller, but anyway, I'll think about okay. that. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'm up to ten purchases for myself. One <laughs> of them just happened in like a huge binge, I think, where I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy all those for myself," and and there ain't no <laughs> stop me, right? So, uh, they are random and varied, and I have only played one of them so far. But when you are prepared, I'm happy to walk through all of. I am prepared. <laughs> Start start with the one you've played. Oh uh, well, the only one I've played and it's not very long, and I'm it's it's really messed with my head, but it's called Inkbound, and it looks so much like Rogue Book that I feel I almost felt dirty purchasing it. But it's a co-op roguelite, um, and again, it feels themed very similar to Rogue Book. Like you're this creature slash character, you know, that's part of this ink-based world inside of a magical book, right? And uh, it's turn-based combat. Um, wow! Like here, can I copy your homework? Yeah, yes, please. Like, just change it, it a little like bit. That? So. Like as you look at it, like even the art style feels similar. Like I, I didn't even think to look at like is the publisher the same? And they just, I don't think so. No, it's not. But yeah, like right, it, it, it very much. So anyway, that one's been interesting. I look forward to more plays of it. But uh, I think as we mentioned in the um, bonus episode, right now. Uh, Dredge has my heart. Like Dredge has my heart for quick filler games at the moment, because the thing, and that's the thing about most of the stuff that I've purchased now, as I'm like, oh, I'm looking at my purchasing habits now, and it's like I want something that I can go sit down for 10 to 15 minutes and get a play of. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. that's how I feel about Dredge. Like I can sit down with it and I'll be like, we're gonna go out and do a little fishing expedition, and you know, in 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, cool, we've we found a new terrifying fish or you know we've discovered a little more about um the world you know and and so a lot of these games i feel like have been that way and so inkbound like i said you you can play a couple combats and put it away and would you say that it is um better than rogue book if you made me have the two fight side to side right now i would choose rogue book but i don't i can't say how much of that is simply because i've played more rogue book already okay Fair enough. Like, yeah, I think you have to be sort of cautious of that with me. Uh, Yeah. So that's one I've played so far. Um, Several of the purchases are completely Trevor's fault. (laughs) So in the completely Trevor's fault category, we have tape to tape. I do have it now. Uh, That is one that my 11 year old purchased. And he's that's the one he's played the most of. Hands down. That's cool. That's cool. So anyway, I haven't got to play it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, I picked up We Who Are About to Die. Oh, you'll probably hate that one. <laughs> I mean, I, I I love that you've purchased it, but I'm guessing you will not. It's a roguelite, isn't it? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. I also picked up Showgunners, which that I've one been, you will like. I've been too nervous to play so far, but yeah, I am excited about that one. I think those are the only ones that are specifically Trevor's fault. <laughs> uh, now we get into the potpourri of like randomness here so maybe i wonder if steam suggested someone because of tape to tape i picked up one called cursed to golf oh jeez, that sounds amazing which is a golfing roguelite where you're trying to golf your way out of hell oh gosh put it straight into my veins <laughs> so i i haven't played it yet but that's what that's what it is and it's like a it's like side-scrolling golf if i remember right yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it again. So, 
so anyway, whatever. It's like yeah, it's like mini golf in hell, basically. And there's boss battles and everything. So <laughs> um, I picked up one called Moonlighter. Some of these I wish I could go back and remember. Why? I don't even remember. Yeah, like how this ended up in my cart, why it's in my brain. Uh, my wish list is like that. I actually had to, when the Steam Summer Sale came along, I had to actually go through and actually watch all of the... Like, oh, I thought you were going to say you had to like prune your wish list and be like, what the crap? No, I, I did do that too, but I'm like, I had to go watch like reviews of these games. Like, why did I put this in my list? Why do I have it here? And there were some I removed because I'm like, I don't remember why I put this in here. And there's no reason for it to be here. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so anyway, Moonlighter is clearly on my list because it, quote unquote, it's a roguelite, right? Um, it... I, I do love the theme of this ki- type of game. Like, so the deal is that you're a, you know, you're an RPG shopkeeper and you go, you moonlight by going into the dungeon in the evenings to try to pick up goods for your shop, basically, right? Oh, this is cheap. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's a miracle that I picked it up because it is pixel graphics. So clearly, clearly it was attached to something. <laughs> right? Regular price, 20 bucks. Steam summer sale, three bucks. Oh, my Lord. That's okay. That's probably how to end up in my cart. But I do love the theme. I love the idea of shopkeepers, you know, in a fantasy world. Uh, oh, I forgot. So this this one's also Trevor's fault, but it's been on my wish list for a long time. It's only his fault because I I think I basically pulled the trigger on it because I'm like, well, I should compare this to We Who Are About to Die. But there is a roguelike called Swords and Sandals Immortals. Anyway, it was on sale for seven bucks. But it's normally only ten bucks, so it's got to be terrible, right? But it's turn—it's uh, turn-based gladiatorial combat. Limbs get hacked off, all kinds of you know silliness. Like, what, sorry, what's it called again? Swords and Sandals Immortals. And again, it just used—it used rogue light. It—it's talked sweet words to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm realizing now. I know we're outside the paywall, but my you know. My, people who want to make political machinations against me they should probably just say that a bill is a roguelite and i'll vote for it instantly probably (laughs) (laughs) um okay so a couple other randoms let's see here oh okay no so then the next category i would say i must have grabbed i think i grabbed one and it suggested the other to go along with it so i grabbed one called arkham horror mother's embrace um which I think is was probably on my suggestions because of Gloomhaven or whatever, right? Like this thing is a, it's not a straight port of the Arkham Horror game, but it's you know it's the Arkham Horror world. It's um it's a it's a new story, you know, in in the Arkham Horror world, and I mean it's just basically an RPG, right? It's a horror RPG. It's on sale for eight bucks right now, so I'm looking forward to that one. And it's by the same people that made Gloomhaven. That's right. That's how I ended up getting it. And what was the name of this one again? Arkham Horror Mother's Embrace. Mm. And this was the one that you uh, didn't think had any times to, ties to any games or anything like that? Right. Right. Like, I, I think what happened with it is we were talking about... And this says, inspired by the award-winning board game franchise Arkham Horror, Mother's Embrace. Mother's Embraces and Investigation game served with turn-based combat. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how close the combat resembles the board game. Yeah. The artwork looks very much like the Fantasy Flight Arkham Horror artwork. That's true. Yeah, I agree with that, for sure. Um, So then, I think related to that, I also picked up... I should look. Maybe it's the same publisher again. 
No, it's not. Okay. So I also picked up Nemesis Lockdown, which Trevor and I have played the Nemesis board game because he owns it. <coughs> and Nemesis is basically like, hey, let's make the Aliens franchise into a board game without actually paying for the IP. <coughs> yeah, is that, yeah. Is that not fair to say, Trevor? No, that's, I mean, that's exactly what they did, yes. Yeah. And so Nemesis Lockdown is, again, I don't think it's a direct port of the board game. It's um, the settings a little different instead of on a spaceship. I think you're on a, you're on a space station, right? Um, but it's like uh, turn-based, sort of, right? Like, <laughs> again, this one was just so random. But it's because I was buying board game-based games at the time. I think that's what happened. Fair enough. So, so there you go. That's what, uh, my Steam Summer Sales purchases. Yeah, while I don't have any Steam Summer Sales, I do want to talk about a couple that my family bought. Um, and one of them is a game that my wife bought called Graveyard Keeper. Mm, it's in my library. It is in your library? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I've played like 10 minutes of it, maybe. Yeah, so my, my wife is a big fan of Stardew Valley and games similar to Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so the game that she's she's she hasn't seen to play Stardew Valley much anymore. She's moved on to to clones. Um, so the one she was playing quite a bit of is called um, Sunhaven, which is a fantasy RPG style, you know, D and D style Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's played a ton of that. Um, but um, with the Steam Summer Sale, she's been looking at this Graveyard Keeper for a while. Um, and so she bought into it. And in Graveyard Keeper, you, you know, instead of playing the farmer or the shopkeep, like you mentioned earlier in that other game, um, you play the um, Graveyard Keeper. You dig graves, you bury bodies. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other things that it does. Anyway, it, it is. I'm pretty um, sure you raise bodies at some point in time, too. Like, you're not a good person. Yeah. Yeah, build the description says build and manage a medieval graveyard while facing ethical dilemmas and yeah. making questionable decisions. Yeah, because um, I remember one of the ethical dilemmas is like maybe I'll just dump these bodies into the into the woods and yeah. still paid full price for them. There's yeah. crap like that. <laughs> yeah, my my wife says that it is she's since the Steam Summer Sale began and she purchased this game. It's all she's played. That is funny. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She, okay. She, she finds it has um, a great, incredible level of humor. Like she's, I've never heard while she's playing, been playing these games. I've never heard her chuckle before. Um, she definitely chuckles quite a bit when we're playing this. That's funny. So, um, yeah, I mean, their their advertisement for it, like trying to get you to buy it, shows the graveyard keeper throwing a body into the river. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. If if you're into that style of games, you should check it out. If you need a dark humor, Stardew Valley. Yes. So the I haven't even really looked at the the Steam Summer Sale before you guys started talking about it, but the one that is on my uh, wish list that um, that my brother has said he's played a ton of that um, that I've been interested in is. Uh, Thea 2, The Shattering. Mm, it's in my library. Well, of course it is, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like worse you... than you, although I do play my stuff at least once, usually. I assume you haven't played this? I have, yeah. And what were uh, your thoughts on it? 
Well, I Wait, it's hard. Months? It's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's harder than I expected it to be. And I so I probably just I would go back to it, but there's a lot in the way of me going back to it in terms That's of just, like, well, other games, just a lot other of games, games yeah. that I would yeah. just be like that will catch my attention before that. But but yeah, it, it was interesting for sure. I'm trying to remember. Did I wear maybe I only played the first one? No, no, I played Thea, too. OK, yeah, it's got a lot going on. Party based, you know, city building slash. I, I'm pretty sure I bought it because you could call labeled, it. Light. It's labeled as a 4X strategy RPG and card game. Mm hmm. Yeah. So it's got like, it's got a lot bolted on, baby. Huh. Well, my brother played a ton of it. The, the one that is on my list that I want to buy but have not pulled the trigger because um, I'm assuming it's just going to sit in my library um, is called Miasma Chronicles. Ugh. Okay. Um, it is made by the same guys who made Mutant Year Zero Rodin, which is in my library. Mm, okay, and, that's... And I have not played that one, so I'm like, well, maybe I should just play that one first. You definitely should play that one first. That's uh, But that's high praise if that's who who made it. Um, anyway, it is it is on 40% off right now, which still leaves it at 30 bucks. It's it's kind of a, you know, some of the, a lot of these games we've been talking about are a little more indie. Um, this one's not quite as indie as those, so... But yeah, that that one's been high on my list of interest. Yeah, that one might, I'm going to put that one on my wish list. Hmm. Oh, don't because, lie, yeah. Josh. You'll just, purchase just it later buy today. It, Josh. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Mutant, <laughs> I mean, just because Mutant Year Zero, I, I like enjoyed it even more than I expected to enjoy it. So that's why I say, like, these guys have earned some uh, chops from me. This, yeah, the only publisher. The only reason I haven't booted up Mutant Year Zero is because I was trying to finish Showgunners first. Mm, sure, sure. I should, uh, I guess I should look at my wish list really quick here. Let's see. Let's see what I haven't bit on yet. System Shock. The republishing of that one. I'm deeply tempted by that one. Why isn't freaking the Lamplighters League out yet? Rogue yeah, Legacy I agree. 2. I can't believe I haven't bit on Rogue Legacy 2 yet. I might be biting on that right now. Did you guys play the original Rogue Legacy? Yeah, I never. So, it's Rogue. I've played a lot of Rogue Legacy too. I I played Rogue Legacy a little bit. I didn't really enjoy it. Um, I purchased Rogue Legacy two. I think on the Switch. Um, okay. I've, I've played a lot of Rogue, Rogue Legacy two. You have. Um, okay. I suck at it. Okay. I'm okay. Good awful talk. at Good it. Talk. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I, I played quite a bit of it. It's way better than the first one, in my uh, in my opinion. Have you guys been seeing? So this one's on my wish list, but it hasn't. I guess it releases next week. It looks like. Uh, have you seen a game called Viewfinder? No. It's kind of a. It looks like a puzzle, first-person puzzle platformer is how I would describe it. But the mechanic is like, you take pictures of stuff, and then you like set the picture up just right. At wherever you're looking at and then you can like walk into the picture and so that's how you like progress through the world so all of a sudden you're in a black and white world and, and i've seen i've seen screenshots of it where it's like you walk into a crayon drawing world and like uh it looks bonkers so but it's not out yet so i don't, I don't know if that's good or bad that i'm recommending things to people that you couldn't buy on the steam summer sale right now well to be fair by the time that I actually post this on the website, it'll mm, be available. Might be out. Okay. Good call. Good call. I <laughs> want to know if anybody have, have either of you guys did, did either of you guys play Darkest Dungeon? Uh yeah. 
Did you beat it? Like, is it beatable? Oh, I heck no. Because two is out now, and I I'm like. I have seen two on Twitch, and I think that it is probably if you enjoyed the first one, you probably should try the second one. I'll, I'll say at least that much. Um, I I just don't know that I. So I don't mind a good Doom Spiral, but and maybe I just suck. That's <laughs> not maybe I do suck. I, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure that's what the no, issue no. was. I feel your pain. But Darkest Dungeon, like it feels like the Doom Spirals, like welcome to the game. We know you don't have, know how to play, but you're already three quarters dead and it's getting worse. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, hold on. And then like, as I played it, it just, it got worse. I felt like it also like re- required a grind that you could do the grind wrong and get deeper into the doom spiral. Right. But if you didn't do the grind, there was no way of, and, and I always felt like I got the grind wrong. So I, yeah, I, must have been I would agree with that. Yeah, I, de- I definitely got the grand wrong, too, I'm sure. So I think if I went back and like did a little bit of studying on how to get started and could at least get to the point where I was in, you know, an equitable stasis, you know, not not gaining, not losing, get to that right, point. Right. Then maybe I could enjoy it. But like I felt like from like day one, I was fighting in a severe uphill battle in that game. To the point yeah, where it so was it like makes me wonder if not Tooth fun. Has improved upon that at all. Like, you know, have they tuned that in any way? Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's let's wrap things up here, and um, you all can let us know what uh, what you've been doing with the the Steam Summer Sale, and and what are your buy recommends. We we look forward to hearing them. My my buy recommend is the Lamplighters League. Everyone oh should gosh. have it on their wish list. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we should see if we can break the internet when that bad boy comes out. 